It's in you. You possess the power. Just go hard. I need some motivation. Motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. Dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Crying myself when I yell at the wall. Begging to run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast that helps you be the leader. I'm Jeremiah Sullivan. You guys know the deal. This is the podcast that helps you not just personally achieve victory, but the podcast that helps you take your entire team to get that victory. Uh, I decided to put this show together because I felt an obligation to give back all the experience and all the education that I had, I had learned about success, mindset, leadership, and help others on their way to higher levels of success and fulfillment. Um, I look around at the world and I see a lot of people that have kind of given up, you know, and it's actually really sad and depressing. And I think a lot of people are sad and depressed. I think a lot of people out there are living lives of no purpose. And today's show really is designed to help those people out. In December of last year, in 2023, I sat down with uh, some students of mine in Conquer Academy, in my coaching academy, and some of my staff. And I explained to them how Conquer Academy was born. I know a lot of people see me in real life and then also on social media and they, they, they talk about how driven I am. And the fact of the matter is that one of the reasons why I'm, I'm so consistently driven is because I'm fighting to fulfill my purpose, okay? Conquer Academy was born through a really dark period of my life. We've all been there. And some of us had, have had more dark periods than others. But if we really sit in that pain, we sit in that dark period of our life and we, we, we reflect, we go inward, we can find a way out. And not only can we find a way out, but if we dig deep enough, we can find our calling. And so that's what happened to me when I was going through a very, very difficult time in my life where uh, I almost ended it. And I wanted to release this show today because I know many of you guys may be going through a dark period in your life. And it doesn't have to stay that way. In fact, you know, my mentor told me that success leaves clues. And so if I can go from a very dark period of my life where just no purpose, no direction, unfulfillment, and I can pull myself out and build an incredible life, which I have today, um, I know you can do the same. The fact of the matter is, is that there's a beautiful life waiting for you. There's another level of life waiting for you. Now it's gonna require work. It's going to require you overcome fear, doubt, all the issues that we all face to overcome our own insecurities. But I think that by listening to this story today, you'll be able to pull out some strategies that will not only help you break free of the dark period that you might be in, but it'll help you find your purpose and your calling in life so that you can live one of complete freedom and fulfillment. We don't have to live in a world where people resign from even trying in life. You know, we don't have to live in that way. I think that people have become very accustomed to just clocking in and clocking out of their job. And really they do that with life. And I believe that we should all be living an intentional life. And so my hope is that today's show is inspirational for you. It adds some fuel to that little spark, that little fire that's inside of you to go after and chase your dreams. And that it's not only useful, but it's relatable 
And through this journey that I'm going to take you on, it's my hope that you uncover the lessons, the strategies, the mindset that you need to break free out of darkness and find your purpose. So sit back, enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the other side. Guys, first of all, thanks for everybody for coming out. You know, really means a lot to me. It's the holiday season. You know, you guys have stuff that you could be doing and you carved out time to be out here and connect with each other. Does anybody know why we say conquer all and show the way? Like we don't learn by studying. We gather information, but we, the way we learn to change ourselves is by watching others. Like we can collect all the information in the world, but until we see somebody, see an example, we don't really know what right looks like. You know, there's some people that are out there that are unconscious competence at success. They can just blindly go at it and get what they want. And the thing is, is that those people, even themselves, learn by watching others. They just weren't aware that they were learning by watching others at the time. You know, the reason why Conquer Academy exists. In 2017, I was uh, by myself in an apartment. I put a gun to my head and, uh, you know, I almost ended it, but I couldn't because I made a commitment to God. And God helped me achieve a dream of mine. And I promised him that if he had helped me achieve that dream, that I would pay it forward tenfold. And so it, that night I was, I was wallowing in my self-pity. I felt, like I, I felt like I failed as a leader. I'd gotten back from a deployment and we had a mission that went south on December 31st in 2016. Our guys were combat ineffective. I mean, we had probably a dozen people that were wounded, if not more. One of the team leaders lost an eye that night. And uh, I took that loss really hard. And I had to go about my life after I left the Ranger Regiment. Um, but the Ranger Regiment was my dream. It was my dream job. I had worked on myself harder than anything else I had ever done in my life to get into that position. I grew up in a town of like 300 people and I struggled believing in myself. I had limiting beliefs. I was a college dropout. I dropped out of a community college. I was a failed athlete, wanted to be an athlete in high school. And through the failures and coming from a small town, I really didn't think that I could accomplish much in life. And so I ended up enlisting into the military and I came in as an engineer. I didn't even pick a dream job. I just picked a job that I thought made sense. And I'd like given up on life, stopped dreaming, right? The first dreams didn't really work out for me. Being an athlete, doing something with my life. And so anyways, I was in the military and I found myself in Iraq at 20 years old. I was there for 15 months. I met my wife there. And um, I was laying in the middle of this city when there was a gunfight going on about a mile from where I was working. And I was just reflecting on life. I was at war. I was 20 years old, kind of trying to like soul searching and seeking. And when I heard that gunfight, I had this warrior's call. I felt like I had given up on my, my life, my dream of being an athlete. And as I'm laying there in Iraq, something came over me and I said, you know what? Like, I got nothing to lose. I should be over there in that gunfight. I shouldn't be an engineer. I should be tr pursuing my dream, what's in my heart. And my heart is telling me to be in a fight over there. So that inspiration uh, caused me to switch careers in the military, become an infantry officer, pursue a path in, into special operations. That was the hardest thing that I have ever done because I was a guy that scored 850 on my SATs. I failed most of my tests that I took in high school. When I was in college, I was going to class and I was drinking at like two o'clock, going to class hammered. 
I wasn't an academic. And so when I switched and I went back to college, I had to confront all those academic issues. I had to confront all my failures. And uh, the thing was, is that what I made up in academics and what I made up with, with studying, I, I, I used my work ethic to overcome all that. So along the way, what ended up happening is I got really good at just basically failing forward. I got back from that deployment. And from the time that I came in to the time that I arrived at the Ranger Regiment, it was a nine-year journey. And in that nine-year period, I didn't have anybody showing me how to succeed. I had mentors come into my life a little bit, but they were like military mentors that wanted me to do the next military thing. I just had my wife, my girlfriend at the time. And uh, I just had this vision of what I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to be the ranger. I wanted to be the operator. I wanted to, to answer that call. And you guys all have a call like this inside of your heart. You all have this dream inside of you. Okay. We just repress it and we get rid of it and we don't chase it. So in that nine years, I had to change me completely. I had to, I didn't read a full book until my twenties. I had to commission at a graduate college. I, I retook organic chemistry three times in college. Failed it three times. I mean, they should have dropped me from the program. And I, not only that, but then I wanted to be in the infantry. The infantry was like, you had to be in the top 10% to get in. And I'm competing with guys that, that are in West Point. Like when you are in an infantry spot, you compete against everybody in the entire army. So here I am, like, I felt like the biggest imposter the whole way. Okay. Not only that, but then life happens when you're pursuing the dream too. You know, I had come back from that deployment. I had adjustment issues. I couldn't really integrate well with society. I was cold to people. The only way I could really get around people and like socialize was if I got a buzz or got drunk. And, um, but I still had that vision and this dream like inside of me, right? So it was really, on one side, I'm pursuing this dream that's in my heart. Another side, I don't feel like I deserve it. And I'm like self-sabotaging. In the middle of all that, I'm just working my ass off trying not to fail and trying to succeed and failing forward. So I ended up getting into the Ranger Regiment and uh, to put it at, for odds for everybody, it was like being in the NFL, making it to the NFL. But not only that, being assigned like one, the quarterback position. You're going to be the quarterback of this NFL team, Jeremiah. Not only that, your platoon has gotten so good. Your leaders and you guys are so good. You guys are chosen to go overseas and do the most sensitive missions that we have as a regiment right now and do high value target raids overseas. And Jeremiah, you're going to be the Ranger platoon leader. So it was a complete like transformation for me. And it, I didn't do it alone, but I prayed to God every single night for that nine years, seven to nine years to help me achieve that goal. And I promised him that I would pay it forward tenfold if he helped me get it every night. And I wasn't enforcing the vision. I wasn't forcing the prayer. This all just, nobody taught me to do this. I just started doing it. And so I was operating out of faith, hoping that one day I would get it and um, following the vision. I had people tell me, close family members and friends tell me that what I was seeking and chasing didn't exist. I had people turn on me, close friends. I had people I served with tell me I was too good for them. And uh, achieving that position was, the odds of achieving it were like being not only the quarterback of an NFL play, uh, team, but it was like playing in the Super Bowl. And I was just a kid from Trinity Center, California, town of like 300 people. I grew up like hunting bears and fish and shit. Didn't believe in myself. And here I am doing that shit.
I don't have like the statistics for what the odds are of that accomplishment. But for me, it was everything. And um, unfortunately, the last mission that we went on, it went south. It was a barricaded shooter inside. The enemy was dr dropping grenades down on top of the task force that I was you know, leading. It was a giant gunfight that lasted hours and we had to withdraw. So I accomplished my dream, but then at the same time, now I feel like this leader that's failed. And that's, I had to go on with my military career and that's when I, that's when I uh, was living in that apartment by myself, wallowing in my self-pity, wallowing in my failures as a leader, feeling like I didn't deserve to be there anyways. And that's why the mission went the way it went. That's not true. It's just the way it happened. But anyways, in that moment, um, when I almost, you know, killed myself, I couldn't pull the trigger. And you guys know me, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I was, I was committed. I knew that I couldn't because of my commitment. That's the thing that saved me is my commitment. I'm a man of my word. If I tell God, if I tell anybody I'm going to do anything, I follow through. And so it was actually frustrating to want to end it and not be able to. So because I couldn't, the only other option was to figure out how to succeed, how to turn everything around. And so what I decided to do was address all of the things that were really making me come up short in life and just making me feel the way that I was feeling, which is like a failure inside. And it wasn't just the mission. It was everything that I was doing outside of the mission with life. I was drinking too much. I was a hero at work, but my finances were a disaster. I wasn't talking about my problems. I had relationship issues. So I had all this life stress that had stacked up on top of me, which was really the core of the problem that I faced that night on top of the failure. So I didn't realize that because I never really sat with my pain. I never really confronted my weaknesses and my issues. And the next day I woke up and I started, uh, I'd played around with journaling, but I really started committing to journaling. I had worked on my fitness, but I'd really started working on my fitness. I, I was drinking. I started cutting out drinking. That was the first thing. So I started, basically what I started doing was confronting all the things that I was resisting. And what I found was I started feeling better inside and I started achieving more success. When I went through that period of working on myself, it was about six months. And in that period, I found a mentor. I wanted somebody to help me go further than I had taken myself. And what he told me, he sat me down and he, he gave me an assessment. He gave me the conquer wheel of life, which I teach you guys. And I told him about all the problems I was going through, what I was working on, how I wanted to feel. And he said, uh, Jeremiah, you're like a rock star at work, but your entire wheel is flat. He's like, that's why you feel the way you feel. So Chris, he came into my life and he had been trained by Zig Ziglar and he passed all of Zig Ziglar's teachings down to me. And about eight, nine months later is when he told me I should start coaching other people after we fixed me. But the lesson that he gave me was that the, it was the boy in the puzzle. So Chris, basically, I sat down with him. He started asking me questions. He said, Jeremiah, um, let me actually tell you what's going on. He said, imagine there's a boy with his dad. The boy comes into his dad's room in the office, and his dad's try doing taxes, trying to get his work done. And the kid's bothering him. The dad's like, you know what? Uh, kid, leave me alone. I got to finish my work. He's like, dad, dad, no, come play with me. Come play with me. And he's like, fine, I'll come play with you, but you got to go do this puzzle first. And he gives him, he grabs his magazine, and he rips off the cover of this magazine. On the front of it is a picture of the globe. So he rips up the globe into pieces and he says, go put this puzzle together, thinking it's going to buy him some time. Kid takes off and he thinks he's going to have like hours of time to work on his shit. Kid comes back in like 10 minutes. Dad, the puzzle's done. 
And he's like, there's no way the puzzle's done. But he goes in there and he sees it and the, the world is all put back together. He's like, how'd you do that? He's like, well, dad, when you picked up the magazine cover on the front of the cover was a picture of the globe, but on the back was a picture of a, a boy, cartoon picture of a boy. So I knew all I had to do to get the world together was put the boy together first. Okay, and so Chris told me that if I wanted the world to get put together, I wanted my, my pain and my, my, I wanted to be happy as I had to put to me together. So we kept working on me and we set goals and we started achieving them, okay? So Conquer Academy, it was born at really where I died. The old me died. I killed the bad me, the failure me. The le- I shouldn't say that. I should say I killed the less than version of me. Like I was killing it in one area, but there was a lot of stuff in my life that I was like failing at, right? So it was an obligation to give back to God. And uh, when I started helping other people and teaching them what helped me go from small town kid to serving in the Ranger Regiment, to doing like just, just hitting all these different goals that me and Chris set out and everything in my career, it made me feel really good. And I knew at that moment that I had to help other people achieve their dreams. Like that's what this is all about, you know? And, and for me to achieve my dream in the Ranger Regiment, I needed leadership. I had to become a leader. I didn't want to be a leader. Nobody wants to be a fucking leader. It sucks. It's hard. You have to move people towards things. That is difficult and people are stubborn. People want to be changed. People want to change, but they don't like to be changed. So anyways, I had to become a leader. I had to change my, transform my fitness. I had to develop better habits. And I had to work on my mindset. I had to remove those limiting beliefs, the self-doubt, the negative self-talk. I had to fix all that stuff. So the keys that like created, and I, I keep working on these things. And now I've gotten to the point, you know, I'm taking all that negative shit away and I'm just the good stuff. I'm just, I only focus on the good. I focus on the personal development, the good habits. And I'm just constantly trying to get rid of those weaknesses, right? But point here, guys, is that Conquer Academy was birthed to help other people achieve their dreams, teach them the skills that I learned along the way to achieve mine the mindset, the leadership, the fitness, okay? Now, I tell you guys to say conquer all because we need more people succeeding in life. Nobody should drift through life feeling the way that I felt when I was in Iraq, dead and empty inside as a failure. And so I always tell, I tell people, and I teach you guys, you guys need to become leaders. You are leaders because everybody else is waiting for somebody else to be the leader. But we need more leaders out there showing people the way to success, showing people to build the business, showing people to... Whatever it is that's in your side of your guys' hearts, you have to show people. You cannot sit on your dream your whole life. Because if you sit on your dream your whole life, the world doesn't evolve. People don't live good lives. They just exist and they die. And then your kids and the kids after them and the kids after them and the kids after them, they just live mediocre to shitty lives and they just become slaves of society. And we already live in a world like that where everybody just wants to follow and nobody wants to lead. So like that's what this is about. Okay, we use the dagger in Conquer Academy to symbolize courage because to be a leader, you're gonna need courage. It's not, it's not, being a leader doesn't mean you don't have fear. It just means that you demonstrate courage when you have fear. You go anyway. We use the compass to symbolize show the way. Show other people the direction would be the example. The way that you don't get other people to move along with you is you don't just talk and tell them to go. If your people are not improving, if they're not getting in better shape, if they're not making more money, if they're not changing their lives, it's because you are not doing those things. The only way everybody else's results go up is if yours go up. So 
you have to show them the way in all aspects. And that's a very difficult, difficult task to embark on because it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of pressure. But when you welcome it, you, you, you'll just get stronger. And that's what you need to hit the next level and the level after that and actually achieve the dream. So that's why Conquer Academy exists. <laughs> and uh, my job is to equip you guys. It's going to be hard as fuck. Whatever it is that's inside of your heart that you want to achieve. My job is just to lay out the blueprint and share the best practices so that you can focus on just failing at the work versus trying to figure out the plan. That's it. And the plan is like what you guys all know. It's the, it's the daily principles that we live by. It's your, you do a morning routine that works for you. You train every day. You do that seven days a week. That gives you a strong foundation. Then you develop your mindset. You do personal development. You do that across your life. And then you, you learn skills and strategies to become a higher version of yourself. That's the mindset piece. Your guys' job is to put yourself around people and not make that person look bad, right? To stretch and find people that are above you and doing better than you. Just like me, it's my job too. I find people that are doing better in this area of life. And when I get around them, I need to step my shit up so that I don't make this person look like shit. You know, they're because I'm an extension of them. They deserve that. You know, it would be really fucked up if Sharice was killing it in every area of life and I was laying around on the couch not doing shit. It would make her look like shit. It would make her look like she's passive. She doesn't have any command presence. She doesn't lead. She doesn't care. People walk all over, you know? So, so it, it, it's on both sides is we all have to like, you got to see that your people that are around you, below you are a representation of you. And if they're slacking, it's because you haven't stepped it up enough. And as you're putting yourself in those different circles, are you showing up as the best version of you so that that person that you're around looks good and not just i'm saying looks but you know, so you guys understand what i'm saying is that you're adding value to that person versus bringing them down right and that's how that's how we evolve as people and we keep pushing just go hard i need some motivation motivation every day i try a little harder but my dedication Keep my head way, way above the water Crowding myself when I yell at the wall Back in the run, but I needed to crawl I see the finish line up ahead Trying to get traction from all of this tread I am a king, I am a queen I am more than the people can see I am strong when I'm needing to be Vulnerability's nothing to me You can try, but I'm unshakable My successes is never debatable I'm coming and I'm so interchangeable Here's to you and all that you are capable To sum it up, I spill my guts Sometimes I felt as if I wasn't good enough but I